Welcome back, wrestling fans, to the Mount Rushmore Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 80, the big 8-0 today. Uh, we are back on Monday night. Uh, we are back right before Monday Night Raw, as usual. We have some updated uh, news and some a few topics we want to get into today. It's going to be a, a just kind of a discussion episode, uh, nothing specifically on the docket, but... Gentlemen, how are we doing after this weekend? Uh, there wasn't any wrestling on, but we had some NFL football that we caught up with. But how are we feeling going into Monday Night Raw tonight? Doing very good. You know, I'm just uh, kind of counting down the days to Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, it's like two weeks away. So I think we're all getting prepared for that. Um, not too much has been going on lately. Big Raw tonight, though, with Jinder and Seth Rollins. So we'll see what happens there. But, you know, I'm doing good. Yeah, doing good. Unfortunately, uh, the injury bug has catch up to a bunch of people over the past month, so it's a very unfortunate sign. But uh, Rumble's around the corner, and um, you know, big championship match tonight for Monday Night Raw. Looking forward to. So, ready to talk about it. So we will jump right into the on this day today. Uh, Chris, you have the on this day. What do we got for January fifteenth? Not much. I'll be honest. Not much. I'll start off with a couple of birthday shout outs. Kelly Kelly, uh, ah, one, of our, our one of our childhood favorites right there. And Shane McMahon. It's Shane McMahon's birthday as well today. Uh, also on this day, there were a couple of unfortunate passings as well. Uh, Rocky Johnson being one of them, father of The Rock. Mm. Uh, he passed away at 75 years old in 2020. And then in 2017, it was actually Jimmy Superfly Snuka as well. Oh, wow. So, you know, two people kind of from the same family, pretty much. Um, other than that, not much happened. Uh, in 2017, it was the second night of the WWE UK Championship Tournament. Uh, the final was Tyler Bate defeating Pete Dunne to become the inaugural UK Champion, which is pretty cool. Uh, also on the card, Tommy End which was Malachi Black, Aleister Black, made his yep. WWE debut this night. Um, there really wasn't much other than that. There was an AEW presented their Bash at the Beach show in 2020 with the main event being Bastard and Darby Allin. DDP also made a return to the ring that night as well. Um, so, yeah, that's what we got for January 15th. He wasn't on the <laughs> yoga. All right, here we go. He needed a lot of yoga to get in the ring in 2020. Um what I will say is what we can jump into now, Sean hinted at it actually kind of in our intro, is the injury bug catching up with people. So uh, last night or over the weekend, it was a house show, uh, but we got the injury news uh, today, uh, what the official injury was for Cora Jade. It is a torn ACL uh, coming after her being out for probably upwards of almost a year. It looks like she is going to be out for six to nine months, so they say. But what I will say is ACLs, they say six to nine months. Usually most of the people that have been injured with ACLs recently, you're looking at at least nine months um, till you return to action. So, you know, she is still young. That's the, that's the other thing. What I will say about this that really sucks, obviously, is just someone just coming off injury. 
and then having to go back on the shelf for an amount of time. What I think about that is what it does to you mentally, I think is the biggest thing. I'm, I'm hoping uh, Cora for her mental state is doing okay. It was also just her birthday, either yesterday or the day before that. So my hope is, is that, you know, she's going in stride with this and she's able to recover as fast as possible. Um, it's tough. It's really, really tough when you get in a situation like this and she seemed to be, and Sean said this before the podcast, but, and it's probably true, uh, probably next in line in terms of one of the heels in NXT for a NXT championship match. So it'll be interesting to see where they pivot and where they go, but anything you guys want to want to say about Cora or, uh, outlook moving forward. My hope is she comes back better than ever, obviously, as we can say that, but that's all we can really know for now. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. It's like you said, that uh, she started off with an injury, just came back recently, and they basically, NXT is pretty much like giving her that momentum boost, like putting her on the map to like really build your character even more. And, you know, I think she was going to be the next champion like within the next like month or two. So it's very unfortunate. And I think, like you said, Jeremy, the mental state, that's going to be the toughest part because, and I was doing research, apparently that ACL tears are more common for women than they are men, and they're very frequently that can happen just due to like their muscle and bone structure. So that is very unfortunate, but hoping she just comes back stronger than ever and, um, you know, hopefully no more injuries because it's been tough for, um, you know, not just her, but the rest of the roster. Yeah, wishing her the best as well. It just kind of reminds me of someone like Tegan Knox who also had the injury bug bad there for a few years, and she's kind of stayed healthy over the past few years. So hoping Cora can get healthy. You know, she's got a bright future. At, at least she's only 23 years old. Uh, so she's still got plenty of time left. I was about to say, it is something, too, with the age factor. If she was 30, I would worry just a little bit more about, you know, outlook and what this means for your career. I think she has plenty of time to kind of rebound from this. So I, I do think she'll come back. And my guess is um, she'll be better than she is right now. You know, it'll take a lot of training, but I think she'll get there. Uh, and then obviously we mentioned Charlotte, but as we're talking about injuries, my hope is moving into WrestleMania, we can avoid you know, we can knock on as much wood as we can in terms of avoiding another big injury to another person. Um, I think it's been tough. We always get this usually around this time, usually around January. Before Rumble, we start to get people injured and then question their mania state. So my hope is everyone can at least try and remain healthy and do the best that they can at this point to get there. So, you know, we'll we'll see. The show goes on, right? That's how they move. So... We'll move forward with that. The next thing I want to talk about is Roman. Uh, apparently, as we've talked about a lot, Roman is not publicized, nor was he ever publicized for Elimination Chamber. He is also not publicized for Backlash uh, this year. Obviously, what I will say about Elimination Chamber is a lot of people had The Rock and Roman at Elimination Chamber. That seems like it's not in the cards and it's not in the plan. So I don't necessarily know what the outlook looks like for WrestleMania. I think we're kind of back to uh, the choice. There's probably a couple options now that we have left. <clears throat> Roman works two nights and takes away the main event from Seth, Roll and Seth Rollins and CM Punk. And he fights The Rock one night and Cody one night. <clears throat> 
He could fight just The Rock. He could fight just Cody. I think those are his couple options there. I am very intrigued to see what the buildup will be for this match also. And what I will say is someone made a comment, I believe, today that I watched a video of. But they said this match doesn't necessarily need a big buildup, which I do agree with to a certain uh, to a certain extent because there's already so much story there. But I also don't want a WrestleMania event, main event where we haven't gotten any buildup at all. We've seen what that's like in the past. And it just makes the match just so, so much worse. But we'll see. Like I said, these are two main event caliber guys. And uh, I think there'll be a lot there. But do we think that this makes this a foreseeable future of Roman Reigns keeping the championship? Do we think this means he's going to uh, lose at WrestleMania? Do you guys have it one way or another? For me, I can see Roman doing double duty that WrestleMania. I think he's probably going to end up fighting Roman, sorry, fighting The Rock night one and Cody night two. And predictably, I would assume that he would go over on The Rock night one and then drop it to Cody night two and then just take like a long hiatus. The flip side of it is we talk about how like WWE has a hard on for their records. And if Hogan, which I think is like sometime after Survivor Series of 2024, if I'm not mistaken, which he's going to have to hold the belt for a long time, probably going into next year's Mania. As much as like I can see WWE like wanting for him to do that, I just don't see that happening because I can already like put So we talked about 2023, the second half of the year where there was like a lot of criticism on Roman, how like always oh, um, he's not a champion anymore. He's holding the title hostage. I just don't see how you go another year with them basically willing, especially Triple H, willing to face that backlash. So I think that Cody will finish the story, but I think Roman is going to have to do double duty just because of the scenario. And unfortunately, Seth Rollins and CM Punk are going to be in the back burner. I think they're going to probably open night one or night two for that matter. And um, yeah, that's where we go from there at this point. But things can change. You know, the Royal Rumble Fatal 4 way, it can get swayed a completely different direction. Roman can end up dropping the belt. And then you have Cody versus Orton. So there's a lot of different routes here to go with it. But as of right now, where I stand on it, I think Roman's going to do double duty that night for night one and two. As good as like WWE has been, and I think this might be like possibly the best year ever that they could have. I think they've backed themselves into a corner right now. Uh, I think I'm not going to say they're in trouble with booking this WrestleMania, but I mean, pretty much confirming that Roman's not at chamber and the rock calling out Roman makes you think that's going to be one of the main events at WrestleMania, which either means he is going to do double duty or Cody is out of a main event. And I don't know who he's going to face because Seth and CM Punk absolutely deserve the other main event, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. so i don't know if like you said roman loses the title at the rumble maybe the rock screws him it or something randy orton wins it and randy and randy and cody have a match that's still not going to be the main event unfortunately for cody um so i think they've kind of backed themselves into a corner here uh but i'm more leaning with you sean that he's going to do double duty that night because we said it during the weekend he would break the record for most main event WrestleManias of all time if he main events both nights. He'd be at nine main events of WrestleMania, which would be the new record. So I'm kind of leaning that way. And I think, too, the other thing is this is also encroaching on who is going to win the Men's Royal Rumble. 
is it going to now be The Rock? Because he's climbing the betting odds as well because of, you know, what's been happening. That doesn't that doesn't just take away a moment for someone at Royal Rumble to get their title match. It also t- it also just changes the complete landscape for everything about the Royal Rumble. And if The Rock is in it, there is no way he's losing, right? So as soon as we hear that music, it's over. Exactly. Uh, which is a little bit disappointing. Take it or leave it. I think a lot of people last year thought that obviously Cody was going to win the match no matter what. Which, fair enough. But Cody also put on a, you know, 10 or 12 minute match with Gunther at the end of last year's Rumble. The Rock is probably going to come in at number 30 and everyone's going to be close to being done at that point. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I'm still interested in the shakeup and see how it goes out. But I do think Chris is right that they have backed themselves into a deep corner now because you now have to figure out how to accurately... And, you know, someone's going to get pissed off in this situation, I'm sure. So who is that going to be? Is it going to be Cody? Is it going to be Seth and Punk? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to find out. The other, the, another interesting thing about uh, Monday Night Raw this evening is the fact that, boom, is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking <clears throat> about uh, extra pyro for this evening apparently has been reported. I don't know who does this shit every week, but I can't help but see it. And obviously, this could mean a few different things, right? Some people said, oh, uh, Cody Rhodes could be announced as the WWE 2K24 a cover athlete. Some people think Jinder Mahal could be winning the championship this evening. Some people think Damian Priest will be cashing in this evening, uh, potentially getting a Damian Priest championship. I am, if they also do this, I'll put it this way. The the scenario that I'm thinking about in my head is, is if Seth Rollins does not go in to WrestleMania as champion somehow, and he still faces CM Punk, and he doesn't get the main event, you have now, it seems like two years in a row, wasted Seth Rollins like at his peak and his most deserving of being a world uh, a main eventer of a world champion going into mania you would have someone else in that spot as a champion going into I just I'm I would be feel so bad for Seth Rollins if this does happen and uh to me there's no reason Jinder Mahal should ever win this match I understand what happened last week on Twitter was was great and he's super big whatever this is the point that I, I brought up, I think, off camera a week or two ago. I think the fans are going to turn on Seth Rollins at some point. I don't know why, but especially with his feud with Punk, because Punk is also, you know, one of those one of those guys that's super over. I would just feel like absolute shit if Seth Rollins somehow doesn't get the main event, doesn't have the world title, which he's made prominent, by the way, this year. And... Uh, has filled our TVs with a world champion when Roman Reigns has not been there. This is going to be a big kick in the pants if uh, if Seth Rollins gets beaten tonight and Damian Priest cashes in. I don't know. We'll see what happens. What do you guys think is going down tonight? So for me, I see three different scenarios. So the first one is this, this is the easiest book impossible. I think this is like the safe route. Do what you normally do with the Seth Rollins on Monero, like you did Sami Zayn, like you did 
Jey Uso like he did Drew McIntyre, have the main event with um, Jinder, win clean, and then go on and go off the air. That's a simple booking, which is <laughs> a safe answer. That's the right booking. <laughs> exactly. You have Seth Rollins, I can see, go out there, lose to Jinder due to CM Punk interference, costing him the belt, and then possibly have Damian Priest cash in after that, or Seth Rollins beats Jinder clean, and then Damian Priest and the Judgment Day do a beatdown on him, and then Damian Priest successfully cashes in. He goes into the Royal Rumble against Seth Rollins in a rematch. Priest holds a title for about two weeks, and then Seth wins it right back. That So that's what I can see, because I will t tell you this off the bat. I'm going to confirm this. I'm going to be on the record. Seth Rollins has a 0% chance of going to WrestleMania without a title. If, they do, if they're going to book him and CM Punk, 0% chance they do it because the match would not mean anything, in my opinion. Not saying it wouldn't mean anything. Obviously, like people are going to want to watch it because Seth Rollins and CM Punk, two of the most box office guys in the company. But if there's no title involved, what's really part of the story here? Like, obviously, CM Punk is here to win titles. He's not here to make friends. He's here to win main events, rumbles title Seth Rollins is here to main event go over on one of the biggest um you know current WWE superstars attractions in the company I just don't see how Seth Rollins doesn't do it and I think like Chris said in the past like they've backed themselves into a corner with not only with like the booking but also with uh, the money in the bank briefcase I think at this point Triple H is just going to call the green light just get out of the way have Priest because he's deserving of like basically win a title but is he though? He, hold on, before we move forward on that, is he though? He a is world the, championship. Well, here's the thing: he's a world title, like deserving of it because of the work he's put in, and like the fact he's in Judgment Day. However, he's not a long-term title holder. He's a guy. He's a transitional champion. Right? He's a Liv Morgan, basically. That would be the comp as far as like the Care, female. Careful with the Liv Morgan comment because there's a lot of Liv Morgan stands out there. My oh, friend. I saw. I'll be prepared <laughs> for them. Um, but realistically, if I was a better man like on this one, I my gut feeling is I think Seth Rollins does drop the belt tonight. But I think he beats Jinder clean. He gets beat down afterwards. And then Damian Priest cashes in but wins it right back from a rumble. That's what I'm going to go with as my official prediction. I don't remember like this much hype going into like a, a a world championship match on a monday night raw like ever there yeah. there is so much floating around there i and mean it's against jinder mahal i know but it's because the of internet. what happened on twitter x last week sorry DK, Tony um i mean i don't think seth rollins is gonna go into wrestlemania without a championship either i think he's absolutely gonna go in as champion now are they gonna play hot potato with the championship until then they very well could. Damian Priest could cash in tonight and win. And if he loses at Royal Rumble, like you said, that could cause some tension between the, the Judgment Day. Maybe if they don't come out and help him, maybe they screw him by accident, something. So, I mean, do I think Seth Rollins is going to lose tonight? I think there's a good chance. I really do. Jinder Mahal picks up the pin. Here comes Damian Priest. Here comes Damian Priest for the cash in. Think he beats him with Seth clean before uh, Priest no, cashes no, in? No, 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 definitely okay. not. Definitely not clean. Um, <laughs> My God, the internet. I don't. I, I, I just think it's going to happen tonight. But I think Seth will get it back before WrestleMania. How do we think that affects Seth's <laughs> overall world title reign? Losing it, well, to Jinder Mahal or to a cash in on Dam by Damian Priest. 
if Seth Rollins does not get pinned clean tonight, he is 1,000% safe. He, this doesn't hinder him one bit because if he loses the belt, we can just say, well, he got beat down, he got jumped, he got beat down, he was a wounded. This reminds me kind of, I'm not going to say to the full extent because obviously he won't be as battered as what this scenario was, but kind of reminds me of New Year's Revolution of t- 2006 when Cena was completely battered and Edge cashed in on him because we can just say, well, Seth wasn't at 100%. And if he dropped the belt, it's not like it's a surprise it happened because Damian Priest, you know, just the stature alone, then obviously a healthy guy. Then you have probably Rhea's probably going to participate. Dominic's going to participate. JD McDonough, Finn Bad, they're all going to pounce on him. R-Truth. <laughs> yeah, R-Truth. And then you're going to have Ginger that's probably going to also pick up the scraps as well. And then as soon as – um, and I think Rhea's probably going to be the one that hands over the briefcase to the referee – and if that happens, though, I just think that it doesn't bother Seth at all. And Seth has had an amazing title run so far. The unfortunate part is I feel bad for Damian Priest because I think he's going to eat a clean pinfall at the Rumble. I really do. And at that point, like you said, Chris, I think that is where the beginning of the Judgment Day will officially end. And then I think Priest will become a face after that for a while. And then probably think, feud with Finn Balor. I think Seth is kind of, Seth is kind of safe no matter what, to be honest. Uh, like we said, people love it when he's chasing. Um, so even though if he does lose, it would be only a two-week chase. Like you said about the fans turning on Seth, I do think it's going to happen very soon. And for some reason, I don't know why, I think it could be at the Royal Rumble. I just think that if he does get a rematch, if he does lose tonight and gets a rematch, fans are going to think like, what the f- is happening why yep, exactly and I, right. and I think that's where the fans are going to kind of turn especially if cm punk wins the royal rumble that night especially that i guess because it adds here's to the, the story the thing is what they could play off over the next few weeks if seth rollins loses tonight <laughs> cm punk could come out on raw next week and be like i'm gonna win the royal rumble and face damian priest at wrestlemania he, he could not even mention Seth Rollins in the promo. And then guess what? Seth wins the title back. So I think that they have a few ways that they could go. How I would do it, I personally, what I want to see is if I'm told that Seth has to drop the belt tonight, mm. I would have CM Punk be the one to attack Seth Rollins and cost him the belt because then the story just spices up and elevates even more. And I think that's what you need to do because essentially so far during like this whole back and forth, Seth's been the like... He's the one that's been the aggressor. Like he's the one that's basically calling CM Punk for like his fake bullshit speech about always about the fans. All CM Punk really said to Seth in that promo was, "I'm gonna win the Rumble, and if you're lucky." But for the most part, CM Punk has pretty much left Seth alone for the most part. I think this will be very telling if CM Punk strikes first physically and attacks Seth Rollins, costing the belt. Because then you just got it to a more personal side. Have Seth win it right back at Rumble. CM Punk wins the Rumble. And then that story just becomes even bigger than life. And then you give them their main event at night one. That's what I would love to see. They could also push this out to Elimination Chamber. You know, you could have Seth and Damian Priest at Chamber if you don't want to have it at Rumble. Yep. My only thing is this. Is if Seth loses and CM Punk does win the Rumble, Seth has to win the title back because I don't think they would... I don't think CM Punk would come out and say, I'm just going to face this champion. I think after Rumble, they're immediately going to jump into the legitimate Seth Rollins versus Punk promo. So I think it, it put it this way, if Seth doesn't win, I think it's going to be non-title at WrestleMania, which is very alarming to me. Jerry, uh, what do you think is going to happen tonight for the outcome? 
What do I think or what do I want? Uh, what I think what I think is going to happen is this. <laughs> I think Seth is going to get cash in on tonight. I don't want to say that, but I I do think that's that that's going to happen. What I will say is if it if he gets cashed in on and it's unsuccessful, I think I would be the happiest at that point. Cuz I like Damian Priest. I just he's not a world champion, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, he's done some great work this year, but think about the guys also that need the title going into, in my opinion, that should have the title going into WrestleMania. Seth Rollins is the guy that needs to have the title. I also don't like just taking a title off of someone for a short that short of amount of time, because they, they literally can only give it to him for a little bit if someone beats him tonight. I also don't love the fact that Jinder Mahal gets a title match and he could potentially win the title tonight. I'm not big on that just because some, and all these people that, you know, those older heads that say Jinder is like at his highest peak that he's ever been because he was in a segment with The Rock. That may be true, but I'll tell you what, give it a few more weeks and Jinder will be forgotten again as he was for the past like six years. I'm not very, uh, I'm not very big on that, but We'll see. I, I I unfortunately do think Seth is getting cashed in on tonight, though. So all three of us are in the agreement, pretty much. And unfortunately, Seth is going to have to feast a feet. The other thing about this is we talked about Punk. So CM Punk has officially been announced uh, as one of the people at Elimination Chamber. We don't know what match he's going to be in. So I think as we're talking about Punk, I, I think this outlook really, you know, what is he going to do at the Elimination Chamber? So he could be in a chamber match fighting for a spot against the world heavyweight champion. He could be just against someone in a singles match. Or I don't know, he could be the host or something. I don't think that's going to happen. So Imagine if they did if they did drag this out and Priest was world champion going into chamber and they had a chamber match for the championship with Priest, Seth, CM Punk, Finn Balor, and whoever else you can think of. Yeah, and Finn Balor pins Damian Priest to eliminate him from the match, not to win the title, just to eliminate him. Oh, that'd be interesting. Could you Here's imagine? Another thing that wins Seth, that match, and then Chris. Seth wins the title. Seth you think wins Seth would win, or Punk I think would Seth win. wins it back. I think Punk gets eliminated so- somewhere in the match, um, and then they set the match up for Mania. I would love that. I would take that to be honest. Here's what I think is a little, like, um, kind of bizarre, though. If CM Punk is already announced and confirmed for the Elimination Chamber, you got to figure that he's walking out of that um, main event, or assuming it's going to be the main event, he's going to win that match, you would assume. If that's the case, he's not winning the Rumble. He, he, you got to figure the way he gets to set this, he wins the Elimination Chamber, and then you probably have either Cody win Rumble. because here's either the Cody thing, or The Rock, say, my friend. Well, actually, I'm glad you said it because I think this. I'm already getting to clear this. The Rock to me has zero percent chance of winning the Rumble, and I'm going to tell if you. He's why. in the Rumble. He's winning the Rumble, though. I don't think he's going to be yeah. in it. If he's not in it, I agree. Obviously, I think but he did, if he's I, in I, it, he's winning it. I think he gets to Roman simply because of the aura of the Rock. It's Rock's bigger than the WWE. He just simply needs to come out there and like he did on Raw with the promo. Um, can I? Or should I say at the head of the table? That's how he's going to get to Roman. Their family. That story sells itself. He's going to just walk over in line. That's how that match is going to get set up. The only other two for Cody and CM Punk is those two either have to win 
whoever is Cody winning on uh, the chamber or the rumble or vice versa. Those are the only two that make sense. If you have the rock win the rumble, either CM Punk or Cody are going to be left in no man's land because one, they're going to be without a match or if they're, they're going to stuff them on the card, it's going to be a random book and it doesn't make any sense. So to me, that's why I say the rock is 0% chance. Cause I don't think he's going to be in the match at all. I think it's just a nice little tease and hype up, but I think CM Punk is going to win the chamber at this stage. I'm obviously we have, Weeks to go before we make our official predictions. And then right now, Cody's probably might be the odds-on favorite to win this year. But who knows? that It can go all over the place. I just think it's bizarre that you they would already announce CM Punk for the Chamber. I just don't see CM Punk losing the Chamber if he's already announced for it. It's not the Chamber match. It's just the pay-per-view, I think. I don't think it's the Chamber match. It's just the pay-per-view. But you got to think, though, if he's in that... I don't think, and um, I do think him and McIntyre obviously is a good high quality match, but you would figure CM Punk is going to be over there. He's not going to be in some like non title singles match. You got to figure he'd be in like the Elimination Chamber match. Don't forget. Don't forget. They did the same exact thing in 2014 with Batista. He won the Royal Rumble and had a random singles match at Elimination Chamber against Alberto Del Rio. Yep. They did the same thing. They did, but here's the thing, though. Batista is not the caliber of CM Punk as far as, like, in popularity. Even at Batista's peak, he's not what CM Punk is right now in terms of, like, box office attraction. That's why I just don't see it happening. But who knows? Tough thing to predict, but we have some interesting things, and it's going to start tonight. We will see. We're two weeks away from Rumble, but we could have a new World Heavyweight Champion tonight. Next, we can talk about Drew McIntyre. So Drew McIntyre, with this latest loss, has now lost 12 straight championship matches that he has been in, dating back a while. Uh, So I will go through all of them. He lost to, and we'll go from the latest to the earliest, the last two to Seth Rollins. So on Monday Night Raw, day one, we have Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel. We have Gunther at SummerSlam. We have Gunther and Sheamus at WrestleMania for the IC title. We have the Tag Team Championships. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus lost to the Usos. Uh, That was, it looks like on a SmackDown. We had Clash at the Castle. He lost to Roman Reigns. We have Crown Jewel. He lost to Big E. On a Monday Night Raw, he lost in a triple threat match for the U.S. Championship to Damian Priest and Sheamus. He lost the WWE Championship match against Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. They had a triple threat match between Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Braun Strowman, which Drew McIntyre also lost at WrestleMania Backlash. At WrestleMania itself, he lost to Bobby Lashley. And then he also lost to The Miz. In a WWE Championship match, that is a that's dating back to 2021. That is a rough streak here for Drew McIntyre. What I will say though is we are still probably getting the best Drew McIntyre right now portrayed as we pro- probably will. Uh, I think he's going to go on a serious run here. What I will say though is that is astonishing to see how many championship matches he's lost in a row. He seems to be evading the title since what 2020. During when he had it during COVID, so I, I think that was uh, that was eye popping to me when I when I just read that reactions to that. Any any 
I think Sucks. um I think it's pretty blasphemous that he should not that he didn't get a couple of those victories back kind of like two years ago, like the twenty twenty one time frame. But I think as of like twenty twenty three, he was just in like the wrong place, wrong time because of the fact let's start with Gunther. Gunther to break the streak, Drew McIntyre match came before that streak, so you kinda knew he was gonna lose unless they were gonna do three separate matches. Now I am on record, I thought they were gonna do three matches. I thought McIntyre was gonna be the guy to dethrone Gunther. Obviously that didn't happen. So I think that situation was by default. And then we look at like the Seth Rollins match. Seth is kind of at like the peak of like the title reign that he was under. So I think he had a rack of as many victories and kind of just go through one by one and get as many names on his resume as possible to go into WrestleMania. Because I think all three of us um, assumed, well, tonight could be actually an exception because of the outcome. But I think before this announcement, we kind of assumed that Seth Rollins is going to walk into WrestleMania unscathed as far as like losing the belt at that time period because we think that obviously we talked about his WrestleMania 35 win against Brock and that title reign was a lot very underwhelming but this title reign has been superb and I think unfortunately Drew McIntyre one of the biggest names on his um like resume had to be you know on that realm unfortunately so I think it was just wrong place wrong time for McIntyre McIntyre should have probably won against Bobby Lashley I think that was a victory that you could have had and then probably a couple of the triple threat ones as well. So, but I do think he has a bright future as far as like 2024, 2025. I think, like you said, Jeremy, he's probably going to go on a serious run and at least at the bare minimum, get like a mid-card title um, for a while. He he absolutely should have beat Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania 37. You know, he won at 36 when there was no crowd and I thought they were going to give him his moment at 37 and they didn't. Bobby Lashley won, which was huge for Lashley. But I will Great say match that too. it was a very good match. But I will say this. Uh, I think McIntyre was the guy that kind of carried that COVID year of 2020. He had such a good championship run, and he actually made that title feel like so much bigger than it was. He had uh, like a, a good feud with Randy Orton as well Yeah, uh, during that <laughs> period of time. So, yeah, he's had like a really rough three-year stretch as far as not holding a championship and losing all these championship matches. Uh, I do think he's due. I will say that. I think something is going to happen in 2024 where he's going to get some sort of gold. I don't know what it's going to be or who it's going to be against, uh, but he's definitely due this year for one. And moving back to, you know, how long it's been for him, I agree that the WrestleMania 37 match, I, I thought that was an absolute lock for him. I thought... I mean, I remember when the rain delay happened, I was like, oh, they're just delaying Drew's friggin' acceptance parade through the fucking stadium, but it just didn't happen. And granted, Lashley ended up having one of the better years he's had in that in his career that year as well. So, you know, you lose one, you gain one. I do think, though, Drew McIntyre came out of that still, as we see, uh, stronger than Bobby Lashley. Yes, Bobby Lashley's in the faction now, but Drew McIntyre is still... You know, he's in championship matches, not necessarily winning yet, but I do think Drew McIntyre will be a world champion again before his career is over. So I'm not too worried. There's also not many people that are like in terms of like how they are in terms of wrestling ability and the whole package. He's putting together some excellent promos right now that actually mean a lot. He he is on top right now in terms of he may not be viewed as the world champion, but he has definitely solidified himself as a main eventer. You know, I don't think there's anyone that questions that at this point. So 
my hope is Drew McIntyre gets his due, whether it's 2024, 2025, he's going to get it at some point. But I think we are on, on an un- unleashed Drew McIntyre heel run. Uh, from now, and it's happened the past month or two, maybe not fully, but I, I think it's going forward. We're going to get that a lot. The last thing I want to mention as well, uh, we do, so we don't watch a ton of TNA and uh, New Japan and things like that, but I will shout out TNA for their their card over the weekend, uh, Hard to Kill. So I do want to go over just the results of that. I don't think any of us have even watched the card yet, but I, I do want to talk about a few things from it. So, you know, shout out to Dolph Ziggler for uh, coming back in the world of wrestling again. Uh, he was in New Japan, but... He also showed up on this pay-per-view, so I'm a big Dolph Ziggler fan. These gentlemen are not, but hey, I'm a big big Dolph Ziggler (laughs) fan. Uh, So I'll give you the matches on the card, and I thought some of these were actually pretty interesting. Some of these people we don't know, uh, so maybe, listen, I'm I'm not saying never say never. Maybe I'll start watching some TNA again. We'll see. I just have some, we're just so much wrestling to watch. Um... Notable matches. Moose defeated Alex Shelley for the championship in the main event. That match was 22 minutes as well. So I, And that got a 4-7-5 on Wrestling Republic, so I know that was a good match. Jordan Grace defeated Trinity. So the rumors obviously were going through the building that Trinity is potentially coming back to WWE as soon as the Royal Rumble. So she loses her championship match. They also had the three-way X-Division match. Chris Saban defeated Vikingo and Kushida. I know that match was good. Ultimate X matches usually are. And then there was a couple other matches uh, on the card. But, you know, maybe we'll we'll bump into the uh, TNA arena uh, soon here. I can't guarantee we'll do full-on reviews of any cards or, you know, be as hyped about it. But we will at least make – I will at least make an effort. I'll say for myself. But I know these guys will too because that's what we watch wrestling with. But uh, we'll do our best to try and at least see some of the things that happen in terms of outside of WWE to get ready for some of those free agents that could jump and things like that. So uh, we'll see moving forward what we got. But the real countdown is on uh, to the big show of Royal Rumble in two weeks. So stay tuned for that. We should be doing our classic pay-per-view review, uh, which we got, what, Hell in a Cell 2009 yep. coming up. So we'll do that. Check us out on TikTok. We have been posting on TikTok now, so... Uh, we'll have shorts of our episodes. We also do some additional content over there, so just smaller segments. Uh, so be sure to check that out. We did some last week, and we'll, we'll pretty much daily. Uh, we have stuff going out over there, so stay tuned for that. But we really appreciate you. We'll be back either later this week or early next week as usual. And uh, you all have a good one. Enjoy Monday Night Raw tonight. Hopefully, Seth Rollins, all power to you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> good luck, Seth.